Soldier Boy Tell. And I got the new dance for y'all called the Soldier Boy. You just got a punch, then crank back three times from left to right. Check, check. All right, cool. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another GD Podcast. I'm your host, Guy DeMarco. I am dual hatting tonight. Um, It is the 17th of August, and I am sitting in my reload room drinking a whiskey, and I grabbed the bag for the the giveaway that we're doing tonight from Coltac UK. And drinking some bourbon and doing a Instagram live on the Another GD Podcast uh, channel. And I'm going to sit here and enjoy some delicious bourbon. Give myself a little two fingers here and uh, kick it off. So tonight we're going to talk about the MPA matches that I went to this last weekend and uh, how terrible I did, but how awesome some of my homies did. So let's kick into it. Um, uh, You guys know MPA has a regional PRS match down in Cool Acres, Florida, which is down in uh, Swainsboro, Georgia. It's at the Cool Acres facility, which it's always cooler down in Cool Acres. So that's always fun. Uh, it was pretty warm out Saturday. It was really nice on Sunday, but I got down there pretty early on Friday afternoon. I got to the range at approximately 2.30, left pretty early uh, at my house during the day. And uh, had some fun just driving down there, made a couple pit stops, and then was able to uh, pull into the range, pulled my gun out, um, threw it down, and uh, shot a croup for zero, and was super happy with it. And my SDs over 10 rounds were probably 7 or an 8 with a average speed of 28.47, so I was super happy with that. Packed the right... Uh, packed the chrono and the live ammo away and then just worked on some positional barricade stuff. Um, if you've been to cool acres, it's one solid firing line. So it is a quote unquote square range. However, they've got approximately two props at each one of the designating firing positions. And, uh, that allows them to run different props at different matches so for example stage one this match was the hay baler right hay baler where you got uh cows feed out of xyz however right next to it was the rooftop and you don't get the course of fire till the morning of the match not during practice so you're not going to actually see what you're shooting off of 
So I practiced the hay baler a little bit. Um, pretty confident on a hay baler. Um, if I have the option, I'll run all bottom, uh, like through the ports instead of going up high and being a little less stable. I like to use that, uh, my knee, uh, in the kneeling position for a little extra support. I find it's pretty beneficial to me. Um, and right next to it was the rooftop last match that we shot. That was in June or July. We did use the rooftop. So I figured, okay, they're going to switch it up and not use the exact same props as each time they left the same target package up as the month prior. Um, but we don't know what our targets are actually going to be. So I practiced a little bit on the, the hay baler. I practiced a little bit on the MPA barricade versus the helicopter I practiced on some tank traps. Um, I definitely went over and worked on the railroad ties, seeing how that is the stage that ate my lunch last match. And in hindsight, I probably should have turned around and, and practiced on the MPA barricade some more. Um, what I will say is, once again, uh, Eric down there, Jill, did a great job running the match. Uh, as far as uh, logistics and making sure we had everything that we needed, timers, all that uh, jazz, the clickers, the iPads, all that stuff, no battery issues, no failed iPads all day. It was super awesome. Um, thank you to Brandon Hembry, who is the match director. We talked to him on the last MPA match review that we had. And I will say once again, thank you to him for bringing back these matchbooks from twisted barrel precision. I think it was, um, Obviously, this is a podcast and you can't hear me, but go check out the Instagram live. But these are smaller than the size of a three by five card. In fact, I think I have a ruler somewhere on this desk. Maybe not. Maybe. I don't know. I don't want to knock my camera over because it took me forever to set it up. Nope, those are the kids teeth. Yes, I keep my kids tooth teeth for the tooth fairy. Uh, anyways, pretty small card, but. Um, if you open it up, it's got all your scores so you can keep the tracking, got the rules for the match. And then on each individual stage or each individual page, it's got the stage, the breakdown, your score, time, distances, uh, everything like that. And then it's got a spot for you to take your notes. Um, so like I said, we'll just run through these pretty quick since how they're really, really similar. Um, we had the hay baler stage which was a 10 round stage. Everything was 90 seconds for the weekend, um, center fire and rim fire. But this was a single target on berm A2 at 600 yards. Um, I'm running a plastic 3D printed brass catcher on the side of my gun. Um, it's been working decent. Um, I'm having more misfeeds. Um, not because of that. I'm having, I'm running a Curtis action with MDT mags and we all know that doesn't like each other. So it is what it is. But um, as I took a round out, it uh, popped a round back into the chamber, had a misfeed, ripped it off, dumped the, dumped the mag, reinserted, moved to the next position, kept going, and I ended up timing out. So I got an 8 out of 10. I didn't miss anything. Hey, what's up, Travis? Um, friend of ours from Silver Creek. Um, 
Silver Creek Range. He's actually running some DMR matches. I wish I could go, brother. I really do. Um, just not in the cards for me once again this month. But I'll get with you, get our schedule lined up, and we'll be able to. Uh, we'll be. Able, I'll be able to get out to one of those hopefully this year. Um, but I had I had a misfeed and I had to clear the uh, clear the malfunction. So I ran out of ran out of time. So I had two FTEs. Um, failed to engage, but I didn't miss anything that I shot at until I got to the MPA barricade. Uh, MPA barricade, I uh, got a three on this. It was a square target at 605. Um, two shots from five positions. Uh, my notes explicitly say, fuck this barricade. <laughs> um, once again, one round didn't eject. That one was kind of weird. I don't know why they're spinning around inside um, in my chamber, why they're not ejecting all the way. I'm going to have to, uh, do some, some fundamental maintenance and double check on that. Um, but I got three hits. Um, just not, I was super unstable. Like they say that when you drop your, your bag, I was, I used a pint size, medium sticky. I dropped it on the barricade and, uh, through the cutout CNC plasma cutout letters, um, I dropped it on there and put my rifle that through it and you would figure it would be able to balance on like a two inch piece of platform with a bag. But my wobble was probably, um, a mill up, down, left, right. I was just, I was just all over the place. I, I couldn't control it. I was getting frustrated. Um, I think I have a plan to shoot that barricade next time. Um, which will be go down low, use the two bottom ports, try and get a good wind call in a more solid position, and then go up to the top and take my chances. Um, we'll just see how that works for the next time, I guess. Uh, stage three of the patrol car, 10 rounds. I got a f six on this one. I dropped four. Basically, this was a TYL at 390 yards. You go to the trunk and engage one round per target hit or miss, and then you transition over to the hood, one shot, each target, hit or miss. I ended up getting six on this one. Um, miss, uh, th shot three and five, couldn't see five very well. Um, I don't know if it was my parallax or just the position or if there was, um, maybe some, some loose grass in the way or something like that. But when I went over to the hood, I was able to see it more clearly, which was really weird. Um, and I ended up getting a four out of five on that one. Needed about a tenth to two tenths on this one, probably two tenths on the smaller ones. Um, but all in all, it was a good stage. Uh, PRS skill stage. Um, this was the stage four. This was the, oh, they don't have which PRS skill stage it is. All gear in hand moved to the bench and engage D one, two and three left to right. And then re-engage targets, uh, D three, D two and D one. So they're at 400 yards. I elected to put my bipod. I have a sky pod. So I run one of the legs kicked all the way out and then one in the center and then just kind of level it all out. I elected to put both my legs as far out as possible to get lower on the bench. I don't know why I thought that was a good idea. 
Um, but I did it and it was a terrible idea because I got down there and I was too low. I couldn't get my bag where I needed it to be to be able to see. And um, I had to reach up there, rotate my or adjust my bipod, re-level my gun. And then I ran that stage like a raped ape after that. Um, so I put bipod was too low. I got my six hits and 36 point six nine seconds now the guy that was running the timer said that i broke my first shot in like 18 seconds so if i got my first shot off in 18 to 18 and a half seconds and then i finished in 36 seconds you know i shot that stage pretty damn fast um given the fact that I had that screw up. So I'm happy with the way that I shot it. I'm not happy with, um, my mat, my stage prep before that. I was pretty upset with myself. Not that it was that like the extra score was going to get me any extra, any extra point value per se. Um, with it, just speed. Maybe I would have beaten somebody on speed. I don't know. Um, but I didn't do well enough to, to even do that. So, Stage five, Oki Troop Line. This was the exact same stage as it was last time, although the target for F1 was different. F1 was extremely hard to see for the shooters. Um, it was hard to see as the spotters. Basically, at the 600-yard berm, it is completely flat, completely brown, and then right above it, you can see the grass. They had one of those... JC steel uh, lollipop targets where the bolts are located on the bottom. It comes up and then they have the circle target above it. Um, what I do like about this range is they do put a orange um, construction spray paint at the top and the bottom of the target. So you can see it. Um, but that had been shot out and it was super hard to see it. So people were like locking onto the bolts and then shooting below the bolts and then either hitting the T post or missing the target in general. So, um, yeah, just wasn't, uh, wasn't super good. I did end up cleaning this stage. I was super proud of myself. I think it was my only clean of the day, but we had targets at 605, 7, 802, 9, and 1012. Um, and I ended up at 0 0.2, 0 0.3, 0 0.4, half mil, and 0 0.8, um, at a thousand to hit that target. So, um, felt really confident in my, in my, in my shot process there. Um, really, really liked it. Um, cross ties, uh, cross targets yeah cross targets um i got a nine on this one i dropped my last round i do have phone scope video of this stage now i will shout out to chris cape who did a phenomenal job of recording me once he remembered to press the record button but you didn't get like the first 15 to 20 seconds of me shooting the stage which um what a bummer because um, he was he was getting some some different angles, some good shots. It was nice. So from bench, 12 all gear in hand, two rounds, each target, larger, small, hit or miss. 
471 yards. Uh, I dropped shot 10. So got down there. Now I appreciate Eric because he went down there and he made the berm taller and then he raised the actual targets on the T post. Those targets, the last match definitely were a defilade target. Um, the small target, the smallest cross that you ended up shooting at was right at base level of the ground. Um, it was super tough to see. It was super tough to engage, but people obviously still hit it. It was just, it was just a little bit tougher, but I did drop shot 10, um, kind of bummed me out. It's funny. We laughed about it, but it was a good time. Uh, the cross ties, the stage that ate my lunch last month. All right. Uh, all gear in hand, designated start position on the buzzer, engaged two shots, large, small, one shot each from five positions. So basically the exact same um, stage as last month, but just different targets. Last month, I believe they were um, squares. This month they were Ipsix. So uh, 591 yards. Um, I put unsure. Like, I don't know where my two shots went. Um I thought I was uh, had good recoil management, but apparently didn't because I never. Maybe the berm soaked it up and ate the freaking ate the impacts, but I never saw where they went. Um, I don't know. Don't know what to tell you on that one. Block party. All right. So this is how I started the day. We started on this stage, and um, yeah, twelve round stage, and I got a seven right off the bat. So that was awesome. Um, X1 was ahead at 331. Berm X2 was ahead at 398. And then there was an Ip2 Ip6 at 630. So four shots or four shot total per position. So basically, you're going to go all gear in hand. Shear will engage the four targets near far one round from three different positions. So on, um, I dropped one on prop one. On prop two, I was going pretty fast because it's a 12-round stage, so you got to hustle. Um, I dropped all four shots on prop two. Had the same wind hold, same everything. Don't know, like, the wind must have magically picked up or I was just janking the trigger off to the side because I sped up. I don't know. Um, but then um, got over to the the last position and got three hits. Um, started straight up and ended at, uh, point two left to right wind. Um, so started straight up and hit all my targets, went over to, um, the second position and dropped all four and then went over and then found it at point two. So I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what happened. Uh, the gate dropped four on this one. It was 614 yards and all gear in hand designated, uh, Position buzzer goes and you engage one target with two rounds from five positions. Um, not super difficult. I missed one left and one low and two FTEs. I was not stable. Um, so I'm going to practice a cattle gate a little bit more. I think that would do me some good. And then the Sears challenge. This is pretty much the same stage, except we didn't shoot it off the, the, the top of the truck. We shot it from inside the cab off of the wood table and it was at 381 583 701 801 and 900 and i did 0.2 0.2 0.3 0.3 and 0.5 
Um, I held a point three on the back target because it was only a hundred yards. Um, I didn't, I held a point three and missed, and then I made it up with a point five. Um, so I got a nine on that stage. All in all, really, really liked this match. Had a lot of fun. Now, mind you, while I look around the edge of my computer or the edge of my camera here and tell you all of the fancy dancy scores. Um, nope, that's the Rimfire scores. I want this score. Okay, here we go. So, my boy, there. this was a 98-round match, right? My boy, Rick Lowell, shot a 95. He dropped three, count them, three points all day. All right? So, Mr. Lowell in first. Mr. Harmon in second. Also top military. So, congratulations to that dude. He shot a 94, so one point behind Rick. We had Andy Lewis in third. Mr. Ben. Ben Allred in fourth place. So, his best finish to date. Um, And then we had Aaron Kincaid. In fifth, Tommy Goodson in sixth, Andrew Davis in seventh, Troy Lawton in eighth, Al Olivier in ninth, and Chris Cape, my boy, finishing out top tenth. So big shout out to the top ten there. Uh, super proud of you guys. You you it was a tough match, so you guys held it down. Um, hell yeah. So we will go to our category winners. Um, top lady was Laura Han. So that's awesome. She saw a 77. Um, so good job shooting to her. Like I said, top mill was uh, Cal uh, Harmon. We had eight military shooters. Uh, so Hal or Harmon came in first with a 94, and then he gapped us all. <laughs> Um, I was number two military with a 72 and I beat uh, Coy Sawyer by one point and then Travis Kisner 69s and then Jordan Hammernick with a 68. So a couple other guys in there. So good shooting military guys. We had open production, tack, open, 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 tack, tack. So good job, good shooting everybody. I did meet my goal of beating Koi um, this match, and I'm super proud of myself because he was burning it down on some stages. Um, so hell yeah to him, um, and he's shooting tack as well, and I'm shooting production. So good job on you, uh, Koi. Way to make me fight for it. I got you by one point. So we are. Two to one so far on the matches we've shot together, um, but good job for uh, Harmon kicking the crap out of everybody. Juniors, we got Laura Han again. So she not only took top lady, but she also took top junior. Um, seniors, we got Troy Lawton. Good job uh, with a eighty-eight, and then I don't know why. Oh, not classified. Okay, cool. So. That is the the kind of the recap for the PRS side, right? 
so we got done with that and uh we went back to i was staying with the lambs um we went back out to the family's farmhouse the f- chases family's house has the farmhouse when they're growing thistle or whatever some shit is and uh, they own the property next door as well so we were able to stay at the property next door we just all brought air mattresses and hung out freaking drank beer um told some uh inappropriate stories um made some questionable decisions but all in all a good time uh so once again, got up the next morning and went and shot the rimfire match. So with the rimfire match, once again, they provided us these super awesome matchbooks. Um, I fell apart, like straight fell. Oh, I didn't even write my final score in for this, <laughs> for this stage. Um, oh yeah, I got a four. Yeah, that's what it was. A four. Yeah. So I have not shot this bad in quite some time. Like it's probably since the beginning of the year. Um, and this is rimfire. So not the same as center fire, but I think the only match that I've had, that's this bad this year would be the very first match, which was Volusia where I got like a 28. Um, but yeah, like this, this match was terrible for me. Um, I did have two, three, three good, well, five good stages, but the other half were just garbage. Um, rooftop ambush. So this is rimfire. So this is PRS rimfire. So it's not the NRL 22 where you've got pre-designated stuff. This is where they just build it all themselves. So 90 seconds, all gear in hand, ascend the roof, all, all your whole body's got to be on the roof and then engage, uh, circles from one and a half to three inches from at 50, 75, 100, 125 and 150. I ended up getting a nine. Um, my one critique for this entire match on the day for the rimfire side would be to um, make sure that you're angling the posts for the targets in a way that's not leaning the target forward, that's giving it so much room to swing after it's been hit. Either keep it straight up and down and put like the three eights hose on the top to help alleviate some of the rock back and forth or tilt that back just a little bit. So that target, once it gets shot, it hits the post and then kind of comes back a little bit. Um, on the fourth target, I shot it the first time and then it just swang the entire time. And I mean, it's a two and a half inch target at 125 yards. So I'm sitting here trying to like, hold steady and time my shot. Cause I know I still have to move to another distance and I have to engage that target twice and probably have to wait for that one to stop swinging as well. So I tried to time my shot missed, went to the next stage or next target and got both my hits. So I ended up getting a nine on that one. Not mad about it, but, um, yeah, it just something to think about. There was a lot of really, really wobbly targets where we needed, to wait for the target to stop moving before we able to re-engage it again. Um, Hilo, this was all gear in hand. Engage um, the one, the three inch, the two inch, and the one and a half inch circles at 100 yards. 
um, from three positions. So the f- back seat of the chopper, the front seat of the chopper, and the nose of the chopper. Um, bipod was good. I needed to fix parallax. I put parallax, fix it. Um, and then I had one miss and I'm, I'm thinking my miss came off of the nose if I'm not mistaken. Um, but yeah, I got an, it was a nine round stage, got an eight. So I'm happy with that. Um, stage three was the tank traps. It was the tiebreaker, uh, all gear in hand from designated start position on the buzzer. You'll engage the single target with two rounds from five position advance hit or miss all tips, uh, may use all tips and saddle once per tank trap max, but maximum with three positions on a single tank trap. So basically you could use, there's two tank traps. You could use one tank trap three times, but you had to use the other tank trap twice. It was 128 yards. Um, this is where I started to get into some weird, like elevation issues. I was like, I dialed what I was supposed to be, but I was 0.2 high. So, um, it was a 10 round stage. I sent my first two. I was high on both of them. Um, move positions, uh, took two tenths out of my gun and then went for it. And then one of them was swinging, sent it. And I missed off that. And I did that in 82.6 seconds. So that's one of those where I did okay, but I could have done better. Um, the hunting trip at bench two, uh, there's a pig at a hundred yards, a hen at 180, an Ipsic at 275, and a coyote at uh, 345. And uh, on the buzzer, you go to bench two and engage the four targets near to far, two shots each. Pig, no problem. Got both those. Missed one of the hens, apparently. I thought I hit it, but apparently I hit the post. Post does not count, so I'm fine with that. I hit one on the Ipsic. And then none on the coyote. So I got a four on that one. Um, people were cleaning it. It was cleanable. Um, I just couldn't do it. Um, uh, snake charmer. I have a snake charmer. I need to practice with a snake charmer more. Because um, 10 round stage. Got a five. Movement. I started straight up. Uh, point one, A point two, All over the place. It was at 105 yards. I don't know if I'm not timing it right or whatever, but it is it is not doing me a whole lot of good to have a snake charmer and to not practice with it. So um, they do have a snake charmer. It's home built. It's pretty it's pretty badass. They used a socket instead of mild steel, so that thing really, really get up, and it's got some top heaviness to it, which is real nice. Um, progress circles at bench 8, 90 seconds, uh, 10 rounds. I got a 7. Um, you're going to go big to small with two rounds each. It's a five inch to a two inch at 165. Um, I started at five, three and missed, and then I hit it four, nine and then wind, uh, and then wait for the target to stop. So as you can see, like I've written down, like wait for target to stop a few times. So those targets were moving a lot and, um, at a target for a target to be like swinging a whole lot at 165 when it's not that big of a target. Um, I'm not like crying about it, but I'm just saying like, there's some things that can be done to elite alleviate so much target wobble after it's been impacted. It's hard enough to hit a target at 165. Um, given the fact that it's 22s, like we shouldn't be 
playing time the target, we should be worried about actually impacting and, and hitting the target. Um, and then stage seven, the ladder TYL. Um, this is where I figured out that my scope was broken. So that's awesome. I turned a variable power scope into a fixed power scope. I am just glad that it went to a fixed powered scope on a magnification setting that I could work with. It wasn't at 25. It wasn't at four or five or six or whatever. It had some decent magnification to it, to where I was able to engage the target, see the target, run my parallax. Um, but basically this was a TYL rack, one shot, big to small, on any position on the ladder. Now, not a vertical ladder. It's a horizontal ladder going between two benches. It's strapped down. It's The prop is stable. Um, I was not. So I put scope broke, zoom froze. I had a mental error because obviously I'm dealing with shit. My scope is broken. Um, so I wasn't necessarily in the right headspace. And then I turned around and wasn't as stable as I wanted to be. I generally... 98% of the time shoot matches in pants it is hot as balls. I shot in shorts and when I dropped down to my knee, um, on the concrete, it was just not comfortable. So I was trying to like move around a little bit and just was not stable and it wasn't working for me and I fucked up and it didn't work. So I shot a four and it sucked. And that was the last stage of my day. Um, but stage eight was the cross ties again. We had a 10 inch, an eight inch, and a six inch circle at 256 yards. This was the first stage of the day. It was a nine round stage, and I shot first and I got a five. So um, cross ties are long beams, and then there's a gap, and then there's another beam, and then a small gap, and then another beam. So you start on the left side of the barricade and you shot two shots uh what what did we shoot no we shot one shot at each of those targets from the top and then we moved to the middle and we shot one shot at each target moved the bottom one shot at each target um did not do good so got a five but it was pretty cool to be smoking those targets at at 265 um when you did hit them uh pole party they got a bunch of telephone poles buried in the ground. Uh, got a seven on this one. It was a four and a five inch circle at 175. Uh, just random misses is what I wrote down. Um, whether, I mean, I felt like I was going at a, at a good speed. I felt like I was solid when I was going. Um, just drop one here, drop one there. Um, yeah, just sloppy, I guess, is the only word for it. Uh, gate, this was a 12 round stage. I scored a nine. There was, uh, it was basically the KYL racks that come out of a, like an NRL 22 kit. Um, they put the small targets up front. So it was the quarter inch and the half inch at 48 yards. And then at 65 yards, it was the three quarter and the one inch. Um, I wrote parallax. I missed off the right. Uh, 
I was smooth and I called my shots, um, I just had a couple misses. I missed three shots out of 12 on that stage. Everybody was like, dang, that was really good. And I was like, uh, I could have done better. Um, I could have hit all the damn targets for starters. Um, but yeah, that's the, that was the stages for the rimfire match. I will say that being able to shoot off full size props and not, um, a cinder block or a five gallon bucket or the back of a folding chair shooting off of actual props is pretty nice. So I do like that in the PRS 22 arena. All right. So for the PRS rim fire match, I don't know how many total points were possible. Let me, Rimfire match. I think it was another 98 rounds. 98 rounds. The winner got an 86. And that was Tracy Smith for first. Uh, Byron Hennessy. This is like his third month shooting PRS Rimfire. Um, he's been shooting center fire for like six and 22 matches for like four. So good job, Byron. We got Ryan Wright. And then once again, we got Bell, <laughs> Ben Allred. Um, so we got fourth on the center fire and fourth on the rim fire. So that's pretty awesome. We got Andrew Davis at fifth, Chad Thornton, my man, out there at sixth. And he was shooting with his son. And that was just awesome. If you don't know Chad, super down to earth dude, super cool, shoots uh, two day national level matches. And then. 22 matches. That's all he shoots anymore. Um, go check out his Facebook page. It's got him and his kid out there shooting, shooting the matches. They actually shot the VOD match the day prior in North Carolina and then drove to Georgia to shoot this match. Seventh, we got Jared Smith. Eighth, we got Joe Hansen. Ninth, we got uh, Randall Han. And then 10th, my man, the myth, the legend, David Swedberg. Um, and then 11th, I got, I just got to give it up for Kenneth. All right. Top mill right there. So good job to my homies. Uh, let's go look at the standings for everybody else. We can get category leaders cause categories do matter. Uh, one thing that I did like is they actually took all of the young gun shooters and I am not an advocate for eighth place trophies by any means, but they did give them all a, outstanding like sportsman award which is not an eighth place trophy and it's not a participation trophy like they were all being good ambassadors of the sport so recognizing the kids and and making them feel really a part of this sport is how we're going to grow it so good job to eric and ben and jill for uh for recognizing our, our young shooters top lady tracy lewis out of mpa all right hell yeah for Tracy. She burned it down. So, uh, Tracy's awesome. Her and her husband shot the PRS, uh, match the day before, and then they stayed around and shot the rimfire match. So good on you, Tracy for, uh, for burning it down, taking top lady. We got Kenneth Martinez for top mill, uh, 72 points. So hell yeah, dude. Um, you got me by a little bit this time. So hell yeah, man. Um, 
I also got beat by Clayton Thomas, another military dude out of Moody there, uh, weapons dude, and then myself, and then a Justin Pickus. Pickus? Pickus? I don't know. Um, so we had four mill dudes out there, so hell yeah. Once again, Junior, Lorehan. Um, we did have five young guns out there, so heck yeah. Um, out there burning it down, having a good time. So... Uh, seniors was Bill Sweeney. So good job to everybody. Um, it was fun seeing all my friends again. Like I said, Friday night, we went out to dinner at Bernie's, uh, Chris, thank you for dinner. Um, it's not every day I get dinner bought on somebody else's birthday, but I'll take it. Um, not my best performance. Um, not my best performance by any means. Uh, I did go there with the intention of beating Koi. I did that. So I'm happy about that. I'm happy that I shot with my friends. I'm happy that I got more trigger time. Um, you know, I'm happy I get to be part of a sport where one, I'm excited to show up and try and shoot against some of the the best competitors in the country. Um, But also I'm excited to see my friends, my friends and other people are excited to see me. Um, People listen to the podcast, you guys out there. So it's awesome. I appreciate you guys. All right. So I didn't mention it, but I will tell you, you guys where I finished. So on the day for the PRS match, I'm trying to like navigate around this camera that I've got set up here. So bear with me. Um, boom, boom, boom. There I am. Okay. So I shot a 72, right? Which put me at 31st place. And like I said, like if I would have shot that stage faster, that PRS skill stage faster, I could have beat somebody on time. Um, I shot a 36, they shot a 24, So I could have gone from 31st to 30th, not that big of a deal. Um, really doesn't do any for anything for me in the long run. It is what it is. However, comma, like 30th out of 90, let's know that's not accurate. 82 shooters, 30 out of 31st out of 82. I'll take that. There's some seriously, some solid shooters in this. Uh, in this group, um, I know that if I can get away from having that one big stage failure, um, I can move up the ranks quite a bit. Like if I would have, instead of getting a three, would have got an eight, that's five extra points. I would have put me from 72 to, um, 77, which would have bumped me all the way up to 23rd. Right. So, well, if we do that 25th, right. So move me up five spots, five points, five spots. Right. So progress. Cause I still don't know anybody that shot an entirely clean match. Like I said, Rick shot a, uh, drop three, uh, Jeff Geary dropped two at gunline. Um, I still haven't met anybody that has shot an entirely clean match. I'm still waiting for the day. We'll see what happens. Um, Northwest guns. What's up? Uh, just scrolling through the 
the live feed, seeing who's in here. Um, so 31st on the day for the PRS match. Happy with that. That's kind of where I expect myself to be on a one-day MPA PRS match. Now, as far as the rimfire stuff, um, not so much. I finished 22nd out of 60. So um, they had a lot of sh- shooters there, which was awesome. But I, I, I should have shot better than 22nd. Um, that's on me a hundred percent. It's not nobody else's fault. Like that's all me, but that gives me something to strive for later on. And in the future, I will say that as you can see right there, they did get me my trophy from last month's match where I did get top mill for the PRS rimfire. So, uh, that was super awesome. They did remember they had a couple of back trophies that like they had ordered but didn't get shipped or something like that. So Kenneth ended up getting three trophies in the same day. I picked up one. There was a couple other trophies that didn't get uh, handed out last time. But um, all in all, it was a good time. Getting to talk about gay chicken and all that other fun jazz. So, and Chris, thank you for my new floor mat. It is awesome, and I love it. Um, as you can tell, like things are kind of adding up. So uh, I'm getting better, and I'm happy with that. I think this is a sport that encourages you to grow, and it's not a constant um, upward track record. It looks more like um, you see those memes about what people's success they think looks like and what success actually looks like, and it's constant up and downs. Um, last year I was doing really good with a two, two, three. And then I showed up this year to Volusia thinking, Oh man, I got a six BR now. Like, okay. Uh, Northwest guns just asked me what caliber are you shooting in the PRS? So for PRS, I am shooting six BR at my local club matches that are not PRS affiliated. I'm shooting a six GT. Um, and I have a backup, uh, two, two, three as a production gun in case my BR goes down or somebody wants to come out to a match and shoot with me. Like I'm literally got like 140 rounds of match carried two, two, three sitting there ready to rock and roll for you. Um, so hit me up, but, uh, yeah, the, um, it's constant, ever growing, ever growing sport. Like, yes, I go out there and I compete, with people, but I'm mainly competing with myself. Like if I have a bad stage, I'm not pissed off that somebody else got a better score than me. I'm pissed off that I let that happen to myself. So that's kind of where, where I'm at on my journey right now. Um, I am going to gun line this weekend. I currently have 40 rounds left. I, you can't really see it, but those two ammo boxes have, 170 rounds loaded in them. There's another one over there that's got 60 in it. I got 40 more rounds to load and I will be ready for gun line. Um, Hey, what's up, Harrison? How you doing, brother? Um, Northwest gun says he's shooting six GT and two forty three AI for PRS. Um, Harrison, I'm actually recording a podcast right now and I'm live streaming it. 
So that's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, this will be the second two-day match that I've ever shot. I'm shooting the Magnolia Meltdown this weekend. If only I had a super sweet Servos Custom Firearms three-quarter sleeve that I could wear. I just don't know where to go to get one. It's so weird. Um, just giving Harrison some shit. But no, um, shooting Gunline this weekend. Um, I'm going to have a good time. It's my second ever two-day match. And I'm a little nervous, which seems weird. How long have I been talking? 50 minutes. Um, it's a little weird. I don't know why I'm nervous. Um, I've been shooting two-day in a row matches. Not a two-day national match, but I am shooting. Like um, I shot the MPA match, and then I shot the Rimfire match. So that's two days of shooting. You have to stay engaged both days. I don't typically do that. So... I, uh, it'll be a new, it'll be a new challenge for me. Harrison says he's working on the three quarter, the three quarter sleeves on the next shirt order. So much appreciated. I wear an extra large. Um, no, if you guys don't know Harrison, uh, Harrison Servos of Servos custom firearms. Um, awesome guy. Like, He's going to get all embarrassed and I'm bragging on him right now. And this is definitely a detour to where I was going. But Harrison is the bee's freaking knees. So he started showing up to the Altus 22 matches um, probably two years ago, shooting a 455 with like 35,000 rounds on a custom barrel that he spun up because he is a gunsmith. And he was doing okay. He was hanging in there. And then this year he was like, no, F that. I'm going full bore. And he built himself a Remax and um, put 900 rounds on the barrel right before we went to Cavern Cove um, at the beginning of the summer-ish. And Harrison burned it down, man. He took eighth place there. And, like, I don't want to say he's a, like, he's a bad shooter because he's not, but, like, he was consistently getting beat by people that aren't as good as him. And he had reached the potential of that CZ 455. So when he stepped into that Rimex and he shot that match, he beat the brakes off of us. And, um, yep. He's saying eighth at Cavern Cove. Yep. So eighth at Cavern Cove out of like 90 something shooters. Uh, he's, uh, Northwest guns is thinking about building the Rimex. So that's super cool. Um, the mags are expensive, bro. So save up. They're like a hundred and a quarter a piece. They are pricey. Um, yeah, Harrison was Harrison burned it down. Shot shot eighth out of like ninety shooters, and then um, consistently finishing in like the top six to top seven at Altus now. Um, finished top three a couple times. Finished top two a couple times now. He has just been burning it down. He went up to, um, I, like I told you guys on the po- one of the podcasts, like I wasn't able to um, make it up to nationals due to some financial stuff. Sold my ticket to Harrison. He went up there and represented super strong and like crushed it. Um, I don't remember what place he got, but like he did really, really good out of like 200 and some odd shooters. He was He was up there and then... Not only was he up there, he also like 
the side stage that they had there, he like burned it down. He wasn't able to clean it, but like he's consistently shot a faster time with seven hits. Um, so much so that when they like did the awards and announced like who had the fastest time or whatever, the guy that was hosting the side stage was like, this dude like threw down like enough times to where he should, he should be recognized for the hard work that he was putting in. So Harrison, here's your little glow up spot. Um, super happy that you're crushing it in your shooting, dude. I, I can't wait to, uh, get out there next weekend and, and try and hold my own against you. Um, but back to the story, I'm shooting the two day Magnolia meltdown this weekend. Um, so if you're going out there, let's link up, man. I'm bringing all of my podcasting equipment. All this stuff is portable and, um, totally down. So I will be there. I will be not only, um, shooting the match. I'll be probably running around with my head cut off, trying to help out, um, Tim and Greg with whatever, with whatever they need, but also having a good time, maybe grabbing some content, maybe doing one of these lives or doing another podcast. I don't know. Um, getting some interviews, just having a good time. So that's what's on the agenda for this coming weekend. Next weekend is the NRL 22 match at Altus on the 28th. Um, however, comma, if you are available on the 27th, Silver Creek Range is having a DMR match. And if you can get to that match, I highly, highly encourage it. It's going to be a good time. I wish I could go. I have prior engagements that I've been made aware of. I'm not able to go. I'm super bummed about it. Harrison took care of my AR for me so that I could run into this match and I can't go. So I'm super sad about it. Andy has my weights. So he's going to bring my weights to the match on Sunday um, to help balance out the, the front of this rifle. But I'm super bummed that I'm not going to be able to make the match. I'm sad about it. I know all my friends are going to be sad about it. I was actually planning on shooting gasser and bolt gun uh, and shooting both because you can shoot a 223 recce with a 1 to 6. You can shoot a 223 uh, DMR, um, variable powered, and then you can shoot a uh, DMR like any other caliber, 6 mil, 6.5 Grendel, like whatever it may be. Um, Valkyrie, whatever. And then you, if you shoot one of those three guns, then you can pay and then shoot a bolt gun in the same course of fire. So that's what I was going to do. Uh, I signed up, I registered all that other stuff. And then I was reminded that I have other, uh, engagements that, um, I can't get out of. So Bob's uncle, I will be doing something else. And that's totally okay. I'm going to do my damnedest to be at the next one soon as I figure out when the hell that is. Um, so if you're looking for something to do this weekend, Magnolia Meltdown. If you're looking for something to do next weekend, you got Silver Creek um, Range, which is just north of Mobile, Alabama. I think it's in like near Saraland, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it's on practice score. Check it out. They're on Facebook, Instagram, all that fun jazz. 
Uh, I'm sure I've posted about them. And then, oh man, it's December 3rd. That's like the same day as the Altus match, the Altus finale. Son of a gun. Um, and then Sunday we have the 28th, we have the Altus NRL 22 match. And then I'm going to probably take a break for a little bit in September because uh, that'll be three weekends of matches in a row with four weekends of shooting in a row. So I'm going to, I'm going to slow down a little bit. I am going to the MPA match in September. I'm probably going to do one match in September because my October is fucking backed. Um, Altus, Kestrel, uh, other shit. I know there's another match in there somewhere. Um, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be packed uh, the next month of shooting. So I'll have more content. So that's good. But like I told you guys, I'm giving away this Coltac. I believe I looked it up and I'd look it up on my phone now, but I'm doing a live stream on my phone. It's called a popcorn bag because it looks like a popcorn bag, I guess. But I'm going to be giving this away. I was fortunate enough to win the um, – Coltac UK giveaway. So enter all those dumb giveaways you see on Instagram and Facebook and bullshit because you might win. So this is probably eight inches by four inches. Uh, can hold some brass, can hold some bullets, can hold a Kestrel, can hold your fucking Slim Jims if you want to. But that's what we're going to want to giving away. Man, I used to be able to drink bourbon all the time. Now I can't drink as much bourbon and not slur my words, but that's what we're giving away. So all you have to do to do, to be entered in to win said bag is you need to go to another GD podcast on Instagram, like this post, follow the page and tag a friend. What you also need to do is DM me the name of the bourbon that I am drinking. Now, the people that are on the Instagram Live have a little bit of a of a heads up on this, but I am drinking Old Tub Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. All right? So, like you guys knew from the last giveaway that we did, that the... Uh, what did I give away? Oh, I gave away that... Uh, I gave away a bag. I said that the 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 keyword was pineapple or something like that. Well, this one is going to be old tub, right? So the keyword old tub, DM that to at another GD podcast on Instagram and you will be entered to win this sweet ass popcorn bag. All right? So, you need to like this post, share this post or on your page or whatever, tag a friend, and then DM me old tub at, at another GD podcast. And I will enter you to win. And I will do a live stream on this page to pick the winner. We'll do a random number generator like I did for the last time. I'll show it to you guys so it's all fair and all that other jazz. Um call it a day. So 
that pretty much wraps it up. I'm I'm kind of rambling and I ain't got much else to say. And it's almost 11 o'clock and I got PT in the morning because fucking who, yeah. Um, so I'll give you the, the normal outro rundown. Tell us what you think of the podcast. All right. I've had fun interacting with these dudes that are on my Instagram right now, having some fun with that. Um, what are you guys' questions? What do you want to hear me talk about? Do you like these little match reviews? Do they? Th- do you think they suck? Do you want me to do more interviews with shooters? Do you want me to do more interviews with entrepreneurs in the firearms industry, pro shooters, amateur shooters, gun shop owners? Do you want me to talk to gunsmiths? Do you want me to talk to influencers? We got Bomb Country Hydrographic X. All right. What's up, dude? How are you? Um, yeah, what do you... Uh, Harrison says he need, he'll he do an interview, and you're absolutely right, dude. I actually need to come schedule some time and come out to the shop, and one, see the damn shop, and then two, do an interview with you, because we've talked about it, but I need to be about it and just get out there and, and do one with you for sure. Um, what do you guys want to hear? Like, Do you like just hearing me ramble about dumb shit do you want to hear like have you guys gone back um northwest guns like hit uh dm me and we'll set something up brother um do you guys want to hear like if you go back and you look at some of the podcasts like i interviewed um ryan mcmillan from you know who used to be mcmillan fiberglass stocks and now is um graybo and I can't remember that fancy little fancy little computer thing that he's got. Um, but yeah, I did an interview with him. Talked about him being a Navy, Navy SEAL and then transferring to civilian life and becoming an entrepreneur and things like that. Is that stuff you guys want to hear? Do you guys want to hear about just shooting stuff? I'm damn sure no, you guys don't want to hear about all my life problems because it sounds like a fucking country song. Um, but Hey, if you want to hear about that, I'll spill the beans. Uh, like I tell all my troops and my, my airmen and stuff like that, that I'm, I'm running with during the day. Like I'm an open book. You got a question and dude, I'll answer it. Um, so drop a, drop a comment. Let me know what you guys think. Um, you can find me at, at another GD podcast on Instagram. My personal Instagram is at hot GD rod. All right. You can find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash guide to Marco. It's the one of the dude shooting, not of the dude like riding a motorcycle or a Skeeter bass boat. Um, you can email me at guy.demarco.eight84 at gmail.com. All right. Those are all the places you can find me. So until next time, guys, I'm going to go ahead and end this podcast and then uh, keep talking to these IG folks. So have a good night, y'all. Later.